So, Samach Beis Amud Aleph on the third line. The, um, well, Rashi points out that this is a Brisa, so we'll box it off. It goes from here, about ten lines down, till the uh, first word on the line is S Shteyan. It's on that line that the Brisa ends. So, Heid Rabbi Yossi Ben Meshulam, he testified, in the name of Mishum Rabbi Yoichanan, uh, Achiv, his brother, Shamar, who said Mishum in the name of Rabbi Lezben Chasma. Two dinim, and we're going to uh, focus on them for a while. Number one and number two. Number one. Ein oisin chalas im ama'aretz. You do not, let's say you're a religious, you're a chaver, a religious uh, Jewish person. You don't do chala with a ama'aretz. So an ama'aretz who says to, let's say, a, uh, a from baker, um, can you, um, here, here's my, my dough. Can, can you process it and separate out Chala bitahara. That was the request. You're not supposed to listen to it. You know why? Because the guy's an Amaretz. The Chala he's bringing you is probably Tame already. That's why. Ein oisin Chala Samaretz Betara. Kama. Aval oisin Isas Chulav Betara. You would be allowed to. Let's say he's not bringing you the dough already, which had the ability of a but you're starting the dough together with him or for him, aval oisin, you can make the dough from the beginning of his chulin bitahara, venotel heimenukade chala, and then you take a piece off, which will be the chala. And what do you do with it? You can't just like leave it in the open. Umeinicha, you put it into a kfisha or an anchusa. An anchusa, I think it's called that because you place it in it. But you put it in a basket or a, a, a receptacle and, um, it, basically uh, some sort of uh, worn out type of material that would be sealed so that he won't touch it and it's unusual it's like if somebody brought a pizza to you in a uh, bowling ball case so the the fellow is uh, you don't usually put dough in it and uh, by the way those things once the things inside cannot be makabaltuma and therefore it's allowed so you have the we'll call him the from baker and the non from person that that baker is allowed to make the dough from the beginning and separate out challah and put into some sort of unusual type of kliu because shabbat amaras little the amaras comes back i don't know a few hours later and says oh uh, mr baker mr religious baker man can i have my thing you give it to him you give him his dough which you've processed and baked into a loaf and you can also give him the other thing in sort of like this sealed uh, container which he'll turn around and probably bring to the coin okay very similar uh, case number two let's say you have uh, you're a chaver you're a religious person you have a amaret's neighbor who has some uh, olive trees um, usually olive trees you pick the olives and you turn them into olive oil um, oil or if that matter anything grows in Australia, you have to separate out, and first two percent goes to the Cohen. You're supposed to keep that betara though. So in oisin chumas zesav betara, you would not be allowed to um, work and take the truma of the zesim, even though you are betahara, because the assumption is that he probably already um, made it tame. Aval oisin zesav chulan. If he has things that are chulan. In other words, he never separated out the truma from it yet. You could do that betahara, benotel heimena kedei truma, and you take out, you, the religious person, take out the 2% for truma, umeinicha, and place that into, I squiggle underline three words here, the kli shel chaver. You put it into kalim that you know are tahor because they belong to a 
religiously scrupulous individual, and when the Amaretz comes to get his olive oil, he takes his olive oil, and he also takes the other, which is the stuff that's going to be for the uh, truma, for the Kohen, and there's no concern. Okay, that's the end of the Brisa. Asks the Gemara, well, why is that, that this is the din, that we're not going to... Uh, be concerned about something that we really should be possibly concerned about. Like, why do we allow this? Just tell the baker or tell the olive man, like, you can't accept customers who are Well, that's great, except that's the guy's parnasa. And it says, You have a baker, he makes a miserly uh, a living, but he makes a living. If you're going to wipe out half of his clientele, he ain't going to be able to make it. So too with the olive person. Vitzricha and both examples are necessary. We need the ne- this necessary for us to give the example by the baker, and give us almost the exact same example by the guy who produces the olive oil. Here's why: colon de. I squiggle underline this word de, and two lines later, um, third word in line is another ve. Because if we were only told one, we wouldn't necessarily know the other. Ve de ashmin and gaval. If we were told by the baker, I would have thought that you know why we allow him to do it. Mishum deloy nafishagre. How much does he get at the end of the day for baking somebody's bread? A very small amount. And therefore, he, like, he has to have all those little small amounts to add together to make himself a living. Aval badad, apparently um, olive and olive oil wasn't as widespread. It was more for the middle or upper classes. To nafish agri, he gets a lot of wages, a lot of scarf for each job he does. Aim aloy, might have thought, listen, so we'll lose a couple of jobs, but he'll have some other big jobs. And he could probably make a living with that. That's why you have to tell me also the badad. Why not then just tell me the badad, the one who produces the olive oil from the olives, v'yashmin and badad? Well, I would have thought the reason why we allow him, mishum deloy shriachle, his customers aren't coming in like a dozen a day. They're far and few between. There's enough of them, but far and few between. Aval gaval, when you're talking about a baker, to shriachle, it's like uh, going to the bakery. It's like an endless line of, of people come in. Aim aloy might have thought, no, that's why, therefore, shriachle was necessary for the brisa that we had above to teach us both examples, both by the person who produces the olive oil and the one who processes the uh, dough into bread. By the way, most people didn't probably have ovens that were uh, able uh, to bake bread. That's why they probably didn't bake it at home, even though now our grandmothers all, most of them bake bread at home. Yeah, so, same with the children. They had the, the community... Uh, big pot. Uh, not, not too much a pot, they had the oven. Yeah, uh, kitchen. Yeah. A shared kitchen. Okay. I'm a mar. I put a triangle around this uh, mar. The reason I did that is because two, four, six lines later... Same place in the line. Third one in the line is another mar, and it's going to be two quotes that we'll have from the above brisa. So here's the first. That one is one, two, three, four, five. The first word in the line is lay. Third word is mar. Okay, let me get there. Amar mar. Here's the first. No tell him any kedei chalo menicha bekfisho banchusa. That's the end of the quote. Basically, a two-line quote from the above brisa that the uh, religious baker he takes the challah, puts it into a kfisher and anchusa, a special type of kli. And when the amaris comes to take it, he can give them both of them. He gives them like his loaf, and he gives them basically the thing that has to go to the kohen and remain tahor. Well, once who's he giving it to? He's giving it to some amaris. How can he do that? Maybe the amaris will touch it. Um, well. 
You know how we make sure he won't touch it? Because we tell him, to Amar Lei, Chazi, listen, buddy, e nagisba If you touch it, you know what? All the other stuff that you have is going to go back to being untithed and basically like non-kosher. It gets the cooties again. Okay, now, maybe this is Amaretz. He's going to say, okay, so it gets the cooties again. Right? I don't care. Maybe he's not bothered by the cooties. Well, asks the, or really answers the Gemara as like a question. One second. This guy came specially to the religious baker. Asked the religious baker to separate out the truma. Of course he cares about it, otherwise he wouldn't have asked at all. He's trying to fix his dough. He wants to separate out and then give it to the Kohen. That's the type of guy who doesn't care? Of course he cares. It's like saying that the traditional Sephardi guy doesn't care about the mezuzah on his door. Maybe the, uh, the Apikaris Ashkenazi guy thinks he doesn't care about it. But the traditional Sephardi guy, like, for sure he cares about the thing on, on, on the door. And the same with this guy. This guy went specially to the religious baker to process his stuff. He definitely cares. Okay. Amar Mar. We quote the next part, the second uh, half of the above Raisa, um, about a two-line quote, and this was by the uh, olives. Squeeze olives, get olive oil. So then you take the amount, I guess about 2% of the total olive oil, that's truma. What do you do with it? You put it into a religious individual's kalim, which you know are tahor. When the Amaretz comes at the end of the day or whenever he comes to pick up his stuff, he takes shteyan, <laughs> Okay, same question. Maybe Mr. Amaris is going to touch the, uh, the uh, olive uh, oil that's supposed to be truma for the Kohen. Now, Bishlama, understandably, Hassam, when it came to the Kedechala, Isle Hekera, there was a Heker. What was the Heker? You said it was in some unusual type of Kli that was not standard. However, Hacha, my Hekera, Is. Lay. Like, what noticeably discernible type of clear you're going to put it in that the uh, non-religious, the Amaris who gets it, will realize he's not supposed to touch it? Well, you put it into a, I don't know how appetizing this is for modern Western sensibilities, but clay glalim or clay avanim or clay adama. Clay avanim you probably have the least problem with, which is stoneware. Clay adama would be some sort of mud where and clay glalim probably made from dung of uh, animals that uh, you know you put it into the furnace and uh, basically it works but all of these things are things that cannot be makabal tuma from the outside well ihachi if that's the case then my area then why did we say and we said this specifically in the brisa it was the kalim that belonged to the chaver nami you can actually use an Amaretz's clay avonim. Why do you have to use the chavers if you're using a type of clay which isn't mekapotum from the outside? Well, actually, you could. Hachinami kamra. And that's why you should understand the brisa as when it said you can use the kalim, what we meant is not the kalim of the chaver, but the kalim that would be shayich for the chaver to use. Kalim shalom aretz hara'uyin lishamish ben chaver. It's like when you go over to your non-religious cousin's house. Well, you can have a cup of water. You're, you're in New Jersey. You can have an apple. You're, you're not going to have the, uh, you know, the meat sandwich, and you're not going to have the, the pizza. So it's over here. You use the type of kalim that if they belong to the um, Amaretz, the, the Chavar would be able to use them because they're not kalim that be tuma like stoneware. The Mishnah had said uh, a day or two ago, Machzikin yedei akum Sounds like Shemitah year. 
you have Skeeter and Tug and some Goyim working on a field in Eretz Yisrael, and you could sort of like uh, help them out. Which the Gemara asks, Machzikin? Question mark, comma. Really? You can like assist them and work the land of Israel on the Shemitah year? Vama Rav Dimi bar Shishna Mishmeh de Rav, I circled Rav's name. Ein Oidrim im Akum Bishviz. Pretty clear. You cannot dig or hoe with a Gentile. The Gentile might be able to. You as the Jew can't help him out. Also, Ein Kaitlin Sholem Levikichavim. If you see um, your friend Maishi, in the morning, you can say, Sholem, Sholem. If you see your friend, Skeeter Christofferson, you cannot say that. You don't double it. Maybe one Sholem, but not two. So two dinim. We need this for the din that if he's digging in the seventh year, working on his field, you cannot help him. But the Mishnah said, Machzikin, Yedei Vekham B'Shviz. So the Gemara explains. What the Mishnah meant when it said Machzikin is low. Sricha Achzuki Bama. It doesn't mean you're going to help him out. You're not doing any physical labor. What you're doing is you're basically saying, Good job. That's it. Verbally. Okay. Literally. Be strong, my fellow man. Kiha, similar to Rav Yehuda, Amar Lehu, he would say to them, Achzuku, y'all be strong. Roshesh is Amar Lehu, Ashrasa. Like, Titchazku. There you go. Be strong. Uh, what we had said about four lines ago is when you meet up with the guy, you should not double the shalom. You give him one shalom, not shalom, shalom. Vein kaiflin shalom, levi kachavim. Rav Chista makdim v'yohiv lehu shalma. He actually would make sure if he saw a guy that you know, he knew, I mean, he didn't know, he would say shalom before the fellow even had a chance to say good morning to him. And Rav Kahana Amarlei, he would say shalma le. Mar. Now, like, uh, Shalom, sir. He was thinking, sir, his Rebbe. The fellow thought he was saying it, shame the person he was speaking to, but he wasn't. So it's sort of like that double meaning, say one thing, but really yeah. sort of have in mind something else. That's what Rav Khan would do. Bishorlin Bishleiman. Okay. Um, you could shoyel in their Shalom. So the Gemara asks, Hashta, Achzuki Mechazkinan. If you give them a full fledged, like, good going, Tell me you can ask after them. Well, the truth is you can do that even, I don't know how to remember, uh, how, how many religious guys are there anymore, but you could do it even on, let's say, the night of the 24th of December or the 25th of December in the morning or basically like their holiday. You can do it even though there's a number of things that the guy will be very thankful to their Avodah Zarah that the Jew does, that you, as a Jew, should refrain from doing around their holiday season. Like the Brisa says, but a two-line Brisa starts here, that, uh, Even though normally you might go in, and neighborly relations, uh, don't do it on their holiday, and say, Shalom, Christopher. Uh, let's say you happen to bump into Christopher, you're in the uh, marketplace. So you don't give him like a good morning. You say, morning. Okay. Uh, now, uh, that's the case of Shalim uh, B'Shalimon. Even though there might be a chashash that the guy will be in his church later and he'll think, you know, Jesus or Getchka or uh, Mr. Idol or Oiva uh, Yudaini, that you don't have to worry about. Rafuna Rav Chista. Is it supposed to be Shalom or. I go, I, I, I go now. All Polim coming up and down the, the street. And I say Bokertov. 
That's different. That's that's less of an issue. Uh-huh. Shalom is because it's actually a shame Hashem. Do you remember, like in the and around Daf Zion, and then again around Daf Lamed Aleph, we uh, ran into Geneva. He's the one who was taken oh, yeah. away in a kolar because he was hassling Mar Ukva. Well, here he is again. Uh-huh. I think it's the third of four appearances in the Mesechus Kitin. And it's the same uh, Rabbanon. It's like the best all lived in the same time. Rav Huna and Rav Chista, the Doyle Ador. Havuyasi, they were sitting and they saw him in the distance. Oh man, here he comes again. We thought we got rid of him in Daf Zion. Well, Daf Zion, he, he was executed, but Tadakar Rimlan. Oh, here he is again. Chalif Azal and came a walking by Geneva. And it's, it seems like it's the same discussion between Rufun and Rufus every time. So one says to the other, it seems like Geneva was a massive Talmud Chacham, but a very problematic character. So one says to the other one, Nekum Mikamei, we should stand up because uh, he's coming our way to Barurian, who he's, he's a Ben Taira. Um, Amar Lai, the other one said back, it's funny, it never says who said which, but he says, Umikami Palga Nekum, you want us to get up for a cantankerous, argumentative individual? No. Well, Adahachi, as they were discussing this, Asa Ihu Ligabayu, Geneva came to them, Amarlu, and he said to them, Shalma Aleichu Malchi, Shalma Aleichu Malchi, peace be upon you, O kings, peace be upon you, O royal ones. Amrule. So they said back to Geneva, Menalach, well, one second, uh, sir, how do you know, that you can call rabbis kings? Amrlu, he's always quoting Psukim, here he is again. Mishle, Perches, Pasuk Tesvav, Dixiv, the Pasuk says, B, which is, say for Mishle, is the whole thing is Marshall for Tyra, through me, like through the Tyra, Melachim, Imlaichu, will kings be uh, appointed? Mm-hmm. There you go, that's how I know they're kings. So they said to him, You said twice. Why did you double it? Well, How do you know that if you're greeting a king or someone who's a, you know, royal, that you double the greeting? Shanemar, Pasuk says, Ruach, Lapsha, Samasai, a sort of spirit that covered or clothed Amasai, who was the Rosha Shalishim. He said, Shalom. Sholoim, he doubles it. No, that's how you know you double it. Amrile, they said to Geneva, um, okay, well, as long as you're here, you want to join us, we've got some hummus and some uh, pita, we'll slop up some hummus with the pita, we'll have some eshtanor. Litoimar midi, you want to have a bite with us? Amrilehu, he said back, I'd love to, but I can't. Hachiyamar of Yudamarav, also lila adam shiitoim klum, it's actually forbidden for a person to eat anything or to taste anything, until he's fed his animals. And I haven't fed my animals. Shneemar, the Pasuk says, first, the hadr, and only afterwards, so I'd love to join you, but I have to go feed my animals. Okay, hadran alach, hanizokim. We know that a get in general there's a husband he can divorce his wife standard case he has the get has the whole thing processed he gives the get to his wife we also know that a human being has the ability to appoint a shaliach in other words a standard case he can have a husband who happens for whatever reason the wife isn't there he can appoint a shaliach to do what he would do which we would call a shaliach lehoilacha um, a woman who's supposed to receive the get uh, she can appoint a shaliach lekabala okay and you could actually have a case where the husband and the wife never even see each other. He sends a shliach 
to deliver the get. She and Shliach to receive the get. They meet up somewhere. That would be good enough. So we're going to be dealing a lot with the, the Shluchim and, and what exactly are the powers of the Shliach and is the Shliach kind of like just an extension of that party, whether it's the man or the woman. Says the Mishnah, Ha'imer. This is a man, a married man who's going to be divorcing his wife. He says to a Shliach, Hiskabel get Zelish. That should already have like a whole bunch of lights like going off because Hiskabel be mekabel, it's not something he does. He's the no saint. She's the mekabel. But be that as it may, he says to a fellow, I want you to accept this get for my wife. Or, he says to the shaliach, holech get zelishti, which is kind of a more standard lashon, um, take this uh, divorce document to my wife. Let's say five minutes later, he says, ah, I really don't want to do that. I regret it. Can he run out and chase after the guy and say, hey, stop, give it back? He can yes back out. Kama. Ha'isha shamra. Let's switch over to another scenario where it's the woman. She knows her husband wants to divorce her. She says to a shaliach, Can you go receive the get for me? Let's say the husband gives that shaliach the get and then three minutes later he regrets, he wants to run back and, and, and say, Hey shaliach, no, no, I, I don't really want to give it. Can't do that. If the husband wants to back out after he gave the document, he's not allowed to. Pashas, because the shliach, since it was appointed by her, is functioning as an extension of her. And just like if he gives the get to his wife, he, he can't back That's it. That's, that's the end game. He might have to remarry her if he wants to, and they want to get back together. But uh, So too, the shliach of the wife is the same thing. Uh, the shliach of the wife receiving the get is tantamount to the wife herself receiving the get. In other words, the divorce has already taken place. We had a lot of this. We had this in the previous program. Yeah. I'm also quoting this Mishnah. Yeah. Hmm. It definitely quote, it, it, it's, it's the Shlichos, even from the beginning. It, uh, you'll, you'll see there's going to be some Sogis we had on your Dalit, some on Dav Hei, some on Dav Chafav. Lefikach, imam arloi habal. Therefore, if the guy shows up, apparently, I should say, if the person shows up and the husband says, what do you say? You, you say you're here as a Shliach Likabal may have my wife, not interested. I don't agree. Ef she should Ella, you know what, buddy? Though I am interested. I am interested not for you to be a shliach lekabal on behalf of my wife. Forget that. I am interested in you being a shliach lehoylacha on my behalf. And then he gives the guy to get, and the fellow walks out the door. And then two minutes later, he changes his mind. He can yes He can back out of it because the fellow is no longer a shliach lekabala from the wife, rather he's a shliach lehoilacha who was appointed by the husband. And, and of course, until it actually gets delivered to the wife, once the document is delivered to the wife, then game over, like the divorce has taken place. Rishim Gamliel, who I boxed Aymer, af ha'aymeris, another lashon, which is maybe not as clear, even if uh, uh, she says tol li giti, she doesn't say his kabel, just tol, uh, take, um, im ratzalasor, or if the husband in that scenario hands over the document to this uh, shaliach, uh, that's it. Like the divorce has taken place. He cannot, two minutes later, say, give that back. Because once he hands it over to her shaliach, which even though the lashon she used was a little bit less specific, totally, not his gabel, but totally, it, the divorce has taken place. I'm going to pause for a minute.